Hey, what's going on, everybody? I hope you guys are having a fantastic day. You're listening to Wicked Sources, the podcast. I'm your host, Mike, broadcasting live from Los Angeles. Every week, I bring you news information that could affect you, including alternative products that can bring a little comfort to your life. For our awesome culture and community of smokers, vapors, stoners, and all-around hippies, if you like what you hear and you want to stick around, consider subscribing. Before I begin today's podcast, I want to shout out my sponsor, Anchor.fm. If you've ever wondered about starting a podcast, now is the best time. Anchor.fm allows you to record, add music, transitions, and so much more. They'll even help you distribute your podcast to multiple platforms, all automatically. Anchor.fm. Try it today. Hey, welcome back, everybody. I hope you guys are having a fantastic day. You're listening to Wicked Sources, the podcast. I'm your host, Mike, broadcasting live from Los Angeles. This week, we're going to have a little bit of fun. It's come to my attention that we haven't done this yet, so we should definitely try. And we're going to talk about alternative plant-based solutions. So today, we're going to talk about Kratom. What is it? Where did it come from? And everything in between. I want to open up the subject of other plant-mediated solutions that many people around the country and the world have chosen to either explore or use frequently as an alternative. So in this episode, I will break down exactly what it is, where it comes from, how people have been using it, and of course, uh, the science behind it all. So stay tuned. Let's talk about this. It's the most up-and-coming plant in our country, and you may have heard of Kratom from friends or family. Over the last few years, it's been growing in popularity here in the States since 2017. It's been here for over 10 years easily, but ever since the documentary Leaf of Faith on Netflix, um, it shed a lot of light on this back then, and the explosion of interest began shortly after. So many people started pouring in to my shop asking about it. But you're wondering, what is Kratom? It's also known as Mitragina speciosa. To keep it short, it is a plant native to Southeast Asia, such as Indonesia or Thailand. It's been around a long time. Natives within those regions have used it for centuries. But it's important to note, Kratom is a plant genetically related to coffee. Naturally, it is stimulating, but there is more to it than that. If you hop on Reddit, you're going to notice that a lot of people are talking about it. If you hop on YouTube, you're going to find many videos about it. So let's talk about the science first. The research conducted by the American Kratom Association, a very, very helpful organization. I would give them a follow on Twitter. They have been spearheading a lot of the lobbying against any potential ban. And we'll talk about what governments are doing in a little bit, but give them a follow. You won't regret it. So the AKA and other organizations who have funded a lot of the research have found interesting results. Of course, many other organizations want to conduct research as well. So that's independent studies by universities as well as the FDA. And over the years, what we have learned is remarkable. The studies have broken down the chemical makeup of Kratom, showing us that it is definitely more than just a coffee-like plant. The chemical makeup and report showed us that there are 
25 active alkaloids or active ingredients. Two out of the 25 were determined to be the most active in lab tests used on animals, but also observed in humans as well. You see, the other 23 aren't necessarily inactive or useless, and this is where the studies will help to identify the overall understanding of how this plant works in the human body and brain. The two alkaloids that were observed are mitragynine and hydra-7-mitragynine. Both interact in a specific receptor of the brain. This is where many people who use it say they are getting effective pain relief, energy, both, and many other, um, many other results. All of these are self-reported user information and data. So let's talk about what the governments are doing. Across the globe, many governments have become aware of Kratom by now. Most have taken a step back to observe. Some have taken drastic legal actions, and some have moved to legalize its use. Why are governments taking an interest in this plant? Well, in not so many words, there are powerful companies like Big Pharma who lobby, putting pressure on governments to take action, as this plant has been found to be very effective for most people in the tens of millions globally. The industry of medicine has in turn taken a big reduction of profits as most people decide the plant is safer and a better alternative for them in terms of their pain management needs. As of now, the U.S. has taken a step back as well and asked citizens and users to provide feedback to the FDA so they may better understand the circumstances in which this plant is used and its efficacy. This is after many years of ban attempts by the FDA and the DEA. The public outcry was substantial, and it's the first time we have ever seen such a result from governing bodies where they actually withdraw and take a different tone of approach. Got to understand this has never happened before, where they are actually asking for feedback versus just pushing forward with a ban. And this definitely puts the ball in users' courts to be able to voice their opinions. One country has moved to legalize it as they have been more progressive in this area. It is a native country of the plant. It is Thailand that I'm speaking of. Other countries still are working on various details as they try to figure out what they want to do. But for now, it remains open to the public. So why are they taking these drastic measures, you may ask? From the research and the many reports over the years, it has shown that people are using it for many purposes. The science showed that the receptor the alkaloids interact with are the same as opioids and that sent a shockwave through governing bodies of our country. This is the info they shared with the public with very little details. The FDA said, because it interacts with the same part of the brain as opioids, it makes it an opioid and thus dangerous. Such a statement from a scientific agency was asinine, in my opinion, as they were not using science but rather scare tactics. They continued to tell the public false or unsubstantiated information of the dangers of Kratom use when millions use it every day without issues. So newsflash, everybody. What the FDA didn't tell people is simply that the part of your brain that interacts with Kratom alkaloids or opioids also interacts with other chemicals too. It was irresponsible of them to do so, we are a chemically driven species, mind and body. Everything works this way in our brain. A good example is chocolate. Benign, hundreds of millions use it and eat it every day. 
but it's important to note that even this product stimulates the same receptor. So does coffee. So do many other things. How about something even more interesting to note? Infants and human breast milk. You have heard the saying, you need to wean your infant off of breast milk and onto solid food. Why would you need to wean off a child? It's because even the breast milk stimulates the same part of the brain and infants become attached to the feeling they get when feeding on breast milk. It's important to say that it's a very, very special bonding experience between an infant and its mother. And it most certainly finds itself kind of attached to that experience. It does not want to stop. And so you have to wean them off. So let's talk about how people are using Kratom and for what. It comes in different forms, capsules and powder and extract liquids or capsules. The capsules are simple. The powder usually is mixed with water, tea, or citrus drinks to reduce the bitter taste. Extracts are not really recommended to new users, but do have specific applications for those with specific needs. The extracts are concentrated forms of kratom powder and are generally enhanced to be stronger with smaller amounts. So what are people using it for? Some use it for energy. After all, it is genetically related to coffee. Some use it for pain relief, as millions have reported it. It's better than the traditional alternatives and determined to be safer by many, many people. There are some that use it as a mood enhancer to improve their overall mood throughout the day. And of course, we have a group of people who are using it to mitigate the symptoms of withdrawals of opioids or heroin. So to date, I've helped thousands of people in my line of work who fall into one of the two major categories, those who require a new path for long-term pain management and those who have abused pain medications for years or heroin for years. Ultimately, some of these individuals move towards abusing Kratom, which makes it much less effective long-term, and I've seen many cases like this. But the cases vary. Most people are responsible and use it as such to deal with their circumstances day in and day out. There have been many cases where media and the FDA has shared with the public stories of fatal use of Kratom, but those stories have been debunked over the years. Most cases where someone has died with Kratom in the system often have other, much more serious substances found in their system as well. That information oftentimes is remitted from the story or included at the bottom of the article where journalists know most readers won't make it to. So it's an incredible and remarkable plant. And we know that many, many people are using it and finding it to be effective, safe, and more importantly, something that they can truly rely on long-term with little repercussion if used uh, responsibly. Now, I'll ask you, do you use Kratom? Do you know about it? I will leave some polls and some questions for you guys to follow up. Share your experiences as it helps many people in the community who discover it for the first time. And remember... Be responsible. Anything you abuse can have serious repercussions. I hope you found this story and this information useful. I'll catch you guys on the next one.